0: Okay, hey, ramblers, let's get rambling. Now where it is now, everybody wants a piece of the market. <laughs> oh my God, that is funny. I don't remember
1: asking you a thing. i funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. With
2: all due respect, what the are you talking about? Oh, I'm
1: sorry,
0: did I break your concentration? What the is so funny about me?
3: Tell me. Tell me what
4: you
0: represent the idiocy of today. I did not know that. English, mother, do you speak it? Are you listening to me? How's my sh- together is my sh- together? Nice personality combination. Hostile and intolerant.
2: So that's... That's it, then. No one else really knows anything.
5: <laughs> <laughs> one more play, Stats and Jack, sometime out. Greg Pappas in the studio. we got Matt Byrne on the board after a trying trip in on the Kennedy. How was the Kennedy, Matt?
1: The Kennedy, actually, it wasn't so bad. It was more so out in the suburbs where I was, uh, an intense downpour. I mean, it, it was it was thunder under my roof.
5: Danger, Matt Byrne. Yeah, <laughs> danger. SP Future's up 19. <laughs> as if he's up one. as we try to come back from one of the worst weeks we've had in quite some time. You know, last week pretty much uh, sucked for the Bulls. How's that? Is that a technical term, suck for the Bulls? I think yeah. So don't worry,
1: you're up
4: a uh, half a percent today. Yeah, we're up <laughs> the futures. <a 100%. laughs> percent. We're,
5: we this the dead cat bounce or just the real bounce? We're, it's it's a bounce. It's a bounce. We're yeah. not sure yet what it is. So on the way in, I, I discovered two things. One is how losers these people are that are driving. Then I mean, it's a uh, first. I had to make sure I was in reverse quickly at at uh, division because some huge tractor trailer. Misgaged the rear end, and would would be to roll over my hood if I didn't. Oops! Yeah, you know, it's a you know good thing there was nobody behind me. So then, I, downtown they have this all new, whole new design with the uh, the change, Jane Byrne interchange. I, mean, I just f- spotted one design flaw this morning as we had. What do we think we had, Matt? An inch and a half of rain or something? Like oh, quite at a least, bit. at
1: least, very least. Because it was
5: it was thundering. What about two o'clock?
1: Yeah, where I out in the suburbs where I was, there was just uh, the roads were just you know on on the edges. Starting to pile up with, with rainwater. We, we flood pretty easily over there.
5: Well, this dude, he's got, I, I think he was either a big Jeep or a Discover, one of the two, one of the big SUVs. He flies around me, of course, but then he's not going to go all the way to the Eisenhower like me, or whatever you want to call it now. What is it? The uh, somebody, somebody? Uh, what do you call this thing down here? Ida B. Wells. Ida B. Wells, yeah. That's right. Um, <laughs> it's always somebody. So the uh, guy flies up the ramp. Unfortunately, on the bottom of the ramp, there's got to be like a foot of water. <laughs> like, mm. The guy hits it. I thought he was going to swamp or flip or something, but somehow God was on his side. And I'm mm. thinking, now is this going to teach this bleep to maybe slow down a little bit when it's raining, or is it just going to mean I made it through that time? I'll make it through next time. What do you think?
4: I'm going to go with he learned nothing.
5: I'm going to go with he learned nothing.
4: Yeah, yeah. par for the course, son. I, I just I I standard. I am MBA, stunned by how
5: the and I won't say younger generation. I'm not going to accuse you guys, but. The idea, how, how much your time is worth. Yesterday, I'm coming home early because there was a gas leak in my building. Uh, so I get to right where I'm about to get off, and some guy is two lanes over, realizes it's his exit. He starts moving over. There's a guy in front of me. He almost whacked right at him. That guy is honking at him. So that guy gets out of the way, the lane next to me, and he just keeps coming, like right almost into me. Interesting. But and it was like, the next exit is what? Four blocks down? What's the worst that can happen? You get off at the next one and come back four blocks. What's the big deal?
4: Yeah, it's it, apparently it, unacceptable.
5: Either either you're listening to your stupid thing, t- telling you, you have to get off here, or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, mm-hmm. no matter what, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to knock down 15 people to get off here. <laughs> the thought of me delaying myself two minutes is your time really done anyway? Uh, all kinds of stuff to talk about today. Uh, Kevin actually is going to call in for a little bit on this Alabama basketball fiasco. Do you believe the guy did the? the you, you see the game. The guy did the pat down. His his signature thing when he comes on the floor. Yeah, is one of his buddies does the pat down.
4: That's that's uh, in poor taste. I hope they stop
5: that. Yeah, one would one would stop that. But yeah. uh, anyway, there's an article here this morning uh, by somebody, and I, to be honest with, you, I know, I, know I, I beat this one up uh, probably because I'm the only one who is a is a monitorist left in this world. Although they might once in a while somebody sneaks on CNBC. So a closet Keynesian. Uh no 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 God no. We're not even a Keynesian at all. I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a monetarist theory guy, not Friedman free no I don't guy. Know. So, uh, and we, you know, we talk about, you know, what causes the inflation. You'll hear, you'll hear, people drooling out of their mouth and smacking their lips all day long talking about all these different causes of inflation. And you know, let me quote the man again: Inflation is always and every time a monetary phenomenon. So here's an article by a guy. One guy. I'm sorry, Karen Gilchrist, who's actually written some of pretty articles we've read before. Um, Small European nation of Switzerland beat sky-high inflation. Here's how. She goes through Switzerland. A small. Now, she must know who she's <laughs> – people don't know who the hell these places are. Switzerland, a small mountainous nation in Western <laughs> Europe, has avoided rampant inflation. Even as other countries continue to battle sky-high prices. Uh, inflation in Switzerland had a 29-year high of 2, 3.5% in 2022, well below the double-digit rates of the other advanced company. A strong Swiss franc resilient energy supply and pricing controls – Pricing controls are some of the factors that have helped shelter the company, companies' economy. As CNN, CNBC explores, so we go into some long routine that the uh, that how much money the people make and and all blah blah blah. And, uh, and then we went to the stability of the Swiss franc, which which helps. Now, wh- but why is it stable, Greg? Stable just because it is, or because of maybe some other reason?
4: I think uh, most people trust the Swiss franc a little bit more
5: because they're. Uh Tradition and neutrality. Um, I would say that. Plus, they control. Well, we're going to get to it in a second. They're a big uh, hedge fund. A like resilient they call it national bank. Yeah, a resilient energy supply. They have a lot of hydroelectric power. I did not know that, so it's was pretty good. I read this. Uh, energy prices roll, rose at sixteen percent, but now they've come down. Price controls. Stringent controls on the price of goods and services. Now, now we are going to find this is a good thing? Yet, see, now the monetarist that I am, I sneak over. And I look, and see what their money supply has done, and they've gone from roughly a hundred and two. Uh, it's dropped a little bit with the COVID start, like most everybody's probably. Whatever this is, is a million twenty thousand or whatever. Whatever, these must be francs, right? I'm sure it's in it's in uh, thousands. They went from there. They tapped out at about one ten. Remember when they tried the currency peg? They had it for. Yeah, I think until 2015, 2016. So from, from, from low to high, their money supply is up roughly 8%. Yeah, good and, for and, and, their, and their inflation topped out at 3.5% in the worst year. Okay, so now in 2020, it actually went up pretty much. And then it's been steadier for them. Um, do you think there's a connection?
4: I wonder if the chocolate bars got a
5: percent yeah. smaller. Now do, you, do you Do you think that there's a connection between them – not letting their money supply expand as much and how in three years it went up essentially uh, 8% and their biggest year was 3.5 and ours is up 30% and we get a lot more inflation. I think it's
4: apples to oranges on this one. A small country with with a very different political environment versus the U.S. with the currency that everybody wants the entire world wants the dollars and you can print as many as you want and still have demand. So,
5: uh, but what you get something else called inflation, right?
4: Uh, if they bring it back, if they just, I, I, some people would argue that for the 2008 to 20 f- what 18 or so, there there wasn't much inflation.
5: Okay, some people would argue that. Yeah, some people would. But you know. I'm saying if, if every every one of these places, no matter what you look at, the numbers are right in your face. Why are people in denial? You'll you'll see. Inflation in Turkey, 100%. You look at the money supply, it's up 100%. Oops. The numbers always match. Yet, oh no, that, that can't be the reason. But what, what?
4: Well, if you get if it's the dirty shirt, uh, cleanest dirty shirt, is that the argument? Well, let me, it, let me, let me ask you, you this. you can get some other sucker to...
5: Mr. Commodity Trader, everybody <laughs> you know walked into the Federal Reserve with all your $1 bills and you walked out with $2 bills. Uh, everybody in the country all of a sudden had twice as much money. What do you think would happen to the price level? Probably double. Okay, so so if it was up thirty percent. Why are people in denial that the price level is going to go up thirty percent? I don't know.
4: I don't know. All right. So what's the commodity pretty, trades? What are we, pretty predictable.
5: How are you going to make us any dough?
4: How am I? Yeah. We're going to collect premium.
5: What do you? And, uh, what do you selling premium in?
4: Collect premium.
5: Oh god. I, I <laughs> Put guys. spreads, yo. <laughs> I got one of these guys trading for me here. He's always worried about his time decay. I go, we had a three percent move yesterday. What are you worried about time decay for? Forgot. Yeah, three percent move is when you want to be putting on the, yeah. the premium,
4: <laughs> taking them off. You know, uh, you pick up the short leg of your spread. And
5: for those that, stuff, uh, those that don't know what we're talking about, because we're doing trader trader parlance here. When you when you're talking about any kind of options position, no matter what it is, no matter who you heard from, no matter no matter what genius is telling you, it'll be a. a you know, what's the one where you sell the both butterflies? They call it the, the Iron Condor, or, there, or this, or is that a the butterfly, or the, the straddle. Go make it short, the straddle. Go, well, nobody, will, hopefully, no ever tell you that. And they could. There's only two, you can you can have five hundred.
4: That's unlimited risk.
5: Yeah, but I'm saying you can have you can have fifty different positions in a stock like I used to have in the OEX, and you look at your graph because hopefully the thing will graph out at some decent. No matter what you do, there's only two kinds of positions in this world, right, Greg? The one where if movement. Movement helps you, and time decay hurts you, or they or just the opposite. So yeah, you're describing the vol. Yeah, I'm so saying, if volatility
4: one, goes up, your position is going to lose value.
5: If yeah, you're well, short.
4: If volatility comes down and you're short, then
5: well, if the stack's a hundred, you either have a position where you want it to stay at hundred, where you got time decay coming your way, be it a calendar spread, be it a butterfly, be it naked short stuff. Or you want it to go to 200 it means you're long stuff, right? There's only two right. kinds,
4: right? So uh, I guess an example would be, say, the dollar index, or uh, in ETF land, UUP. If you're if you're bullish, you're probably um, you know short 26 puts, or yeah. and that's that's collecting premium for that's collecting premium, and if it goes down, then you'll get put the stock. But you get to keep it either way, so you get to keep. You it hopefully, you have money premium. to keep it, right? So, twenty twenty eight dollars stock, a uh, hundred hundred times, looking at twenty eight hundred bucks worth of
5: risk. And Other than uh, corn and soybeans, what what a, what real active option traders are there over on the on the uh, the commodity side? On the Merck side,
4: you always want to be looking at the uh, oil contracts.
5: Okay, yeah, God, what is involved in those things? I haven't looked <laughs> Or natural gas. For God's sake, nat,
4: nat gas. So, I mean, it went from what six to two. So it went from nine and a half to two. Yeah. or something.
5: Yeah. The. But now it's been stuck there for
4: six weeks. So if you see a volatility level of eighty, and your current price is two, well, you know it's it's you know it could move. Well, <laughs> it could move. to could move eighty yeah. percent. Yeah, could move eighty percent. So and that's what they're pricing it for. And if you get really crazy, um, they'll go but up that, and over. That, that
5: contract, though, the oil and the gas, it's never been split up. That, that I should know this, but you are there. Uh, well, when we used to do a real lot of futures at PTI, uh, we had a real lot of clients and a lot of people did natural gas. But the contract is huge. Yeah, but okay. they, but they don't. They never split theirs up like the spider, one of the or the uh, well for S&P different went into the size, spiders. Yeah, that's,
4: that's a it's a good thing with the S and P. I want to say what is the index like four thousand? Uh, thirty nine ninety five. Yeah, so yeah. four thousand, and each point is fifty dollars. So when you start getting into the notional of that, it doesn't really make sense to trade the ES futures on a, a no. smaller account. I don't, they don't even have any more, do they? the e s futures definitely i thought they they stopped the big or the well big the e s is e mini so right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so mini. you are tra- talking about two hundred thousand dollars notional, so if you're not willing to <laughs> to be trading two hundred thousand dollars notional of which the product moves
5: you know two percent a day maybe um the is well, the big, are, the big were the whole thing it was the whole thing they 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 stopped trading noise now they yeah the e minis is is what it's three ninety nine right it's one tenth right i mean it it's it's still f- 50 bucks a tick oh yeah it's still yeah. a huge number but it's, it's not like it's 50 bucks on four thousand. that would have been ew. <laughs> so uh what is it the spiders are 400 bucks
4: right right so if you do 100 options on the uh or not 100 options excuse me well one lot on the spiders you know that's 100 shares of 400 right so it's a lot easier to stomach than well yeah the futures. so yeah. if you
5: buy, buy a call at a buck it's 100 bucks
4: yeah yeah and the, and you can tell that um you can match your account size and risk tolerance. for. If you've got a bigger account, definitely go for the futures. It's much more capital efficient because I think the margin... Yeah, but
5: the risk is uh, one to one.
4: The margin is, uh, what is it, like 6 six or 8% like of the that. notional? Yeah. yeah. Whereas the, in the equities, you have to be 25. But,
5: uh, You'll be 50. you buy the stock. Oh. you have to come up with half of it. Okay. So yeah, the you're stock. talking like a professional trader. I'm talking like a re, like retail people. Yeah, sorry. Well, you know, um, you are a professional trader, it, but but I mean, are you, do the uh, wheat? How how quickly does the option volume degrade? I mean, is there oats and wheat and other stuff Do they have? A you lot can't of
4: find people to get give you oat contracts or oat quotes right now. Okay, so those are they're toast. Yeah, they're toast. The we, the most liquid. If you're going to do if if you have an idea or positions about commodities, you usually want to be in the I would say
5: long only on, on the options well unless yeah unless you know, if you're you through long the futures which some people are they could send you could do essentially do a covered right. even in say you wanted to trade oil you definitely
4: definitely go to the options and that way you can jump in with a one lot or two lot, and that way your delta, you know, is a quarter of a future or half of a future. Well, you get
5: a limited risk, right? Assuming you're buying it, not right. selling it.
4: Yeah, and that way, you know, you
5: build the account, and then as soon, assuming as... assuming you're right, right? But if you buy it and it goes down every time, you're not building the account much. <laughs> well, that's why you call PTI. Yeah, that's why you call it. <laughs> yeah, we I mean we don't we don't get. What, I mean, I it's, I can I, help you out with that. I don't think it's just I don't think it's just us, but I'm going to say, in two thousand, we. Forty percent of the calls were people buying and selling corn and soybeans and stuff. I mean, in the Chicago area, it was real popular. Yeah, now all of a sudden, I don't, I don't. Was the last time you were to a, a cocktail party or any any place? I mean, you maybe because you do it. Somebody said, "Gee, I want to get long soybeans." I, I've not heard anybody talk about commodities in twenty years. Really? I mean, you I do. hang out with the well, yeah, but I saying, hang out with a bunch of your weirdo, weirdo people, nerds. They slam all their money into you know they give it to somebody one percent. They put it in the market, and that's what they do. In fact, I was seeing this thing this well, morning. I'm, I
4: mean, I'm, I'm sure more, uh, clients of yours trade USO, right? That's that's a yeah. ETF. So if you're yeah. bullish uh, oil, you could go to USO and probably that's just, That a you wh- know. it's a horrible product. I, I don't know, but uh, if it's trading sixty or seventy bucks, you know, you pick up the seventy-five calls and and sit on them for a little bit. Then if it rallies, then sell out the seventy-five calls or
5: eighty calls them. Well, who's the, uh, somebody, somebody here just looked at the, uh, the, the average 401k loss, 22% last year.
4: Isn't that just the market?
5: Well, yeah. That's but, good. But there's no, nobody has any kind of protection on it or anything. That's, I mean, that's, that's why you're supposed to call me. I mean, you know, I'm getting more and more selective as the clients these days. But still, I, I would take some. But the, uh, uh, you know, I mean, why, why, do, they, they just, they think they deserve it.
4: You know, it's, well, I mean, you can't, the market is
5: the market. Well, but you they, don't have they, to be... They, they if, have if you, to be down twenty as long as they're... But up. if you've been doing this your whole life in a 401k and you got it to a point where it's a million and a million and a half and you're about to retire, if it you goes back 40... you probably 40%, want
4: some money market securities. Yeah, you would like yeah, something. That would be some, the smart idea. Yeah,
5: you'd want something. I mean, going back the other way, it's not like, it's okay, I'm still up. God bless. I mean, I don't know. how, how do these. I use the term brainwashed. I mean, these big firms have everybody... No, you deserve to lose that money because you made it on the way up and blah, blah. You know... If you play blackjack, I don't know if you ever have, or craps. I'm looking at crude oil margin. It's like 8000 bucks. When the money's on your side of the table and you can pick it up and leave, it's no longer the horse's money. If you can pick it up and go with it without being arrested, it's yours, right? It's not the (laughs) house's. (laughs) uh, Trading is is
4: enough uh, for me. I don't particularly feel the need for Las Vegas. Oh, you know
5: what? I I stopped going when I started trading. Yeah. I go once in a while, and I, I just... Try my hand at blackjack and realize how my skills have diminished. But. Trading's way more fun because you can win. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, you could, you could, you can win a little at blackjack. Some of the guys that are in these poker tournaments, and our, our buddy Roy, I think he, he wins. Degenerates the, is what they are. <laughs> well, I mean, but he's he's, uh, I think he's won has isn't he? And someone else. Yeah, I mean, I think Roy's really good at it. Uh, but I mean, that coach poker. would buy
4: buy in and or or win tournaments into the World Series.
5: Well, po- I mean, poker. I mother mean, at least play poker out there. All the time. Yeah. And she go play five-card stud or seven-card stud. But the thing about poker is that they, they don't care if, if you win because you're just beating other people. You're not beating them. They just, they still get their little pull out of the pot, right? Oh, definitely. That's yeah. what they're in it for. Yeah, but so I'm saying they don't care if if, if you win at poker and five other schmucks lose. <laughs> right? Why would they? That's the They want you there as long as possible. They want, you know, those... Extra but it really, aren't you, aren't you a little bit surprised that you don't see anybody? I mean, I, I know people they worked their whole life and they had a million and a half dollar account and, and now it's a million two. And nice. They, but they don't, the thought of, well, do you want to try and do something different? you want to cut some of that risk off? Oh, no, no, it's okay. Well. I love these stocks. Okay, then. See ya. That's you. That's know, I, good I, on ya. I, 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 I don't seems know. Seems a little risky, but. Yeah, seems know. a little risky. By the way, still making as much money as you did two years ago? No, yeah. I'm retired. Oh, okay, well. But you know what? You can't You, you, you can't have that argument because people, if, if that's the way they feel, that's the way they feel. Yeah, the world people feel totally different. Why? Free money. Yeah. Why? Why with this 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 idea that the market deserves to go up every year, and if you, if it doesn't, there's some problem in Washington or something. I, I got news for you. I, I I think there is a chance, and I sure. I hope. I mean, I'm, I'm long for all my people, so I don't. I'm trading this way, but there's a real chance that we're down another thirty percent, right to where we were before before COVID. Well, what's the VIX? Well, the VIX is back up. The VIX is back up to. Uh, 21 and a half. It that's how I would to
4: quantify it. You know, 21 and a half, then we're going to be up or down 21.5% next year. Yeah, that's well, I, I, simple.
5: I, I, but I I don't know if the market even understands what would happen if the Fed has to go to 8% or something. I mean, I've seen that before. I mean, there's some what, cheap puts. Oh, yeah. Well, there are no cheap puts. The VIX is high. That's that's part of the issue. Um, so we come back. We're going to have a uh, John Flanning. At some point, Kevin's going to call and talk about this. Amazing Alabama situation with his murder down there now mm. seeming to include their number one star, but he's still playing. Wow. It's still okay. I mean I just I don't know. I don't I don't get it. SP Future's up eighteen, as if he's up sixty seven, we'll be right
0: back, Stocks and Jacks. How much confidence do you have that your investments will make you wealthy? Do you truly know the odds? Welcome to Luckbox.
5: I'm a drunkard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that makes Rick a citizen of the world. Stocks.
5: Jocks. And jocks. Stocks
2: and
0: Jocks. You are
7: out of control. Here.
5: Right, now. right here. Right here. Right Right Well, Stocks and Jocks. Sometimes I'm going burn on a board. A wet mat burn on a board. That's sopping. <laughs> sopping wet that's okay he's a trooper he got here he managed to dodge all the lunatics sb futures up 21 nazi futures up 75 we've got the dow futures up 139 individual stocks pretty much everything's green which is good for a change blowing up 103 but uh, they're still under 200 with the how many times have these guys had to stop make, uh, delivering this uh 787 uh do you ever go- see the
4: the video of the 777 7, 7 doing the vertical takeoff i think it's the 77x really i gotta show you that it's unreal
5: well right now if you if i don't want to fly on a 787 i don't want to fly on a 737x what am i what am i on a dc3 or i'm driving i'm, <laughs> I'm doing one driving of driving i guess yep. We're taking the train oh wait a minute they derailed the x up 239 1.6 percent. so europe's trying to bounce back huge after last week uh European markets up 1.2% after worst, fe- worst week of the year. Uh, FTSE up 65.8%, round up 121, one7 I'm not much of a uh, technical analyst, but I'll tell you what. This bounce better hold. If we give it up again this week, I don't think it's going to look so good. Just I'm just saying, I'm not, but I'm not a technical guy. Greg is more of a technical We'll talk to him. UK down 29.1%. We got the Hang Seng down 66. These guys are now under 20,000 after being up to 23.5 or something, 19,943. Shanghai down 9.3258. Uh, Friday, we're down 3.36 in the Dow. It's 1%. 42 in the S&P. That was 1%. We're down 195 in the NASDAQ, 1.7%. So, ouch, on Friday. Uh, bonds unchanged at 3.96, but that's nudging towards 4. It's getting real close. The bundle up 4 basis points, 2.57. Greg, was it 4 weeks ago we were worried about this thing, or 5 weeks it was going under 2? Well, oh, not, yeah. It's not going under 2. Not. Japan, doesn't look like it. No, Japan <laughs> right at .50. We've got oil down 19 cents, 76.13. All the people saying it's going to 125. I sure hope they're not long calls because they're getting expired every month, right? Brent down 26 cents, 82.90. Natural gas up 9 cents, 264. Arbob unchanged, change, 236. We've got gold. Hey, here's a bounce up 60, 60 cents to 18.17. No, it was nowhere near the 1900. It was knocking on the door a little while ago. Silver down 12 cents, 20.81. Copper up 2 cents, 397. We've got Bitcoin down two hundred eight twenty three thousand four hundred five. It was 245 last week, but still, you know, at a level here that's not any kind of danger. Uh, U.S. Uh, currency: uh, the dollar is down just a hair. Uh, to the, the euro is one point zero five six, and the, and the pound is one point one nine eight. So they were one oh seven, or actually one oh eight, and the pound was one twenty three. So the dollar has gone up since there. Uh, the best contract ma- to watch for that is the dollar index. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Matt, what do you got for us? Traffic weather sports. It's raining.
1: <laughs> that, that, is, that is a fact. Can't argue with that. Uh, it's 6.37 a.m. on February 27th, 2023. Good morning, everyone. Uh, weather right now, say cloudy skies in Chicago. Right now, the rain to start up uh, a lot more in a bit, a bit bigger way in the next hour. But right now, 41 degrees, a high of 57 later on. Uh, and the rain, like I said, will continue until late afternoon. Tomorrow, though, sunny skies and a high of 47. Right now in Phoenix, clear skies, 39 degrees currently, a high of 62. Tomorrow, similar weather. On Wednesday, rain from the afternoon into the evening. Yesterday in the NBA, Bulls played Wizards and won, uh, 102 to 82. Last night in college basketball, Indiana lost to Iowa, 84 to 86. So I got chief back to you. The
5: uh, how much? uh, How much? How much rain are we more we supposed to get?
1: You know I was talking actually with John about that on the phone and uh, I think there's supposed to be more later on uh, going to the afternoon. I am not sure on the exact measurement but I can get that for you right now
4: what about the uh, water It's all over Peoria and uh, it's it's southwest right now it'll come over the course of the next three hours
5: what about the uh, what's the hydrology service where it tells you what every, uh, every river's doing or are we having a, are we going to flood
1: let's check that yeah.
5: Um, I can't find it very Accumulation, this
1: is according to wonderground.com, uh, is uh, point .14 inches. That's wow. today. Yeah. It's actually, that's actually for 645 until 715, so that's uh, supposed to be all within the next hour.
5: Great. How uh, do all we right. have Mr. John? We do indeed. Good morning, Tom and Greg. Morning. John, what's up? We have uh, all kinds of legal questions and, uh, about from you guys. What's uh I, I heard stuff this week. Of course, this Alabama thing has me absolutely, fl- uh, you know, totally flustered on this. I don't know what I don't know what the story is with that, but uh, uh, the w- what is what is going on with these these, these three kids that killed the guy in a car in the South Side? You hear this story?
2: Just mm. some pieces. I haven't you know read anything about it yet, so you, I'm probably going to have to defer to you on it. Fill me in.
5: Well, I mean, just the weird stuff you read, Greg. They, they got some guy, or they, they got these kids that. Uh, they're they're 13 years old, right? So they, so they uh, steal a car at age 13. I mean, I, the thought of, I don't, know, I can't imagine you know people doing that. But that's on concerned.
4: purpose, Chief. The, well, the kids are doing that on purpose because they're t- they're not going to get in trouble. They're, the older ones send them.
1: Oh, I've heard this as well. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a, yeah. Well,
5: that's what I'm trying to get from our our, our legal beagle guy here, Mr. Flanagan, is uh they, freak, they they steal his car and they crash into some guy. And kill him. This is like in, in, oh, uh, in the South Side. Oh. So the guy's, you know, D-E-D, dead. So at the funeral, it turns out the family finds out that they let the three 13-year-olds go without any charges whatsoever. Hmm. And they're saying, well, evidently, Illinois law, there's, there's like not much you can do with it about them. I'm like, what, what, are, what are you talking about? I mean, uh, because, they, because they're, they're juveniles. I don't think I don't think the, uh, the Illinois law even, even presupposes... You know that this is going to happen, or something. I, I, John, what is the deal with the juvenile stuff? I mean, I, I mean, I know Judge Tooman just retired. I could ask him, I suppose. But I'm like, you know, I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm stunned. I don't know. They, so the kids are just out walking around. You can't do anything with them. Well, you know, we got
2: a, it's sort of a epidemic of, you know, thresholds for state's attorneys. That if you don't have a completely airtight case with casings, if it's a shooting. Or, you know, fingerprints or whatever, right? If it's a car, you know, if they don't think they they get an absolute slam-dunk win should the thing go to trial and it isn't, you know, bargained down to some other plea, they, they won't even hold the people. I mean, they do not even try to institute charges. And this is how they've been schooled, I think, in the Cook County State's Attorney's
5: Office, and not just there. Well, I think that they, uh, I mean, from what I understand from the people I talk to, and, I mean, you, you could talk to them as well if you ever showed up, but the, uh, uh I was that for a shot the, uh, <laughs> a little burn there, yeah. yeah the um i I think they're they're tired of losing cases if they don't have the good evidence, they just lose all the time and and, and what's the point of that I mean, Well, they we,
2: don't have you know that's that's part of it, I think, but it, you know to me it's also this this is you know in, in a culture where police accountability is valued more than safety. It's like making sure that everything in police investigation or you know securing a crime scene is done to the letter, because anything that isn't done to the letter is is potentially fatal to your prosecution. And to I think inflate it um, so that it's harder and harder to bring any kind of charges, unless you you practically got a confession, uh, which none of these people are ever going to do for the kind of crimes they're doing. You have to drag it out of them or or go to trial and convict them. But I, I do think that the police accountability mania has made it so distrustful of police investigations and techniques to bring charges that it's pretty hard if you are you know a really hard-working police detective or you know a state's attorney who wants to prosecute cases, you're not going to get much cooperation from inside your own office.
5: Well, I just I mean everybody wonders why, uh, I, you know, we talk about this when we're you know stacks and jacks because I think. When you start talking about cities with the amazing investment that have gone into them over the last, you know, two, three hundred years in these cities, you start losing them, or or, or that investment all of a sudden isn't worth anything anymore. I mean, you, you spent, you know, how many billion dollars in today's dollars on subway systems and stuff. Okay, well, nobody wants to come in or is afraid to come in. What, I mean, what have you just done? And all of a sudden, everybody goes to a different location, everybody's driving, and all of a sudden, you don't have the roads for everybody to drive because everybody used to be on the subway. Uh, now you got. You have to figure out. You got to spend money there. I mean, it's like it, it, it impacts everything you do, from taxes to to other things. I mean, every all this stuff, all everything depends on everybody and everything else. Is, is a, if there is a theme of this show, I mean, that's the theme. And I don't. I mean, you listen to these people talking. I mean, I, I mean, I I would say that we will we'll look it up. But last year we had what, like, like ten maybe police involved shootings out of like. 7, 795 murders. Yeah, like 3,000 shootings. I mean, I mean, anybody would say, where were they? <laughs> I mean, so I mean, so that out of all the cars that shoot out of, uh, people shoot out of cars every single night, not not one time was there a policeman there to shoot back? I mean, you, you would want, I mean, I, I would not want to see anybody shooting anybody. And I sure as hell don't want to see I mean, policemen doing it. I mean, it should be obviously very rare and very measured. But mm-hmm. how, how does, how, I mean, that's why people, you know, <laughs> This year so far, you know what the, uh, uh, the rate is for arresting carjackers? 9% or something? Uh, it's been traditionally between 7 and 10. This year they're running at one2 Oh.
2: Well, I'll tell you, Tim, there's a, there's a real strong faction that says 10 shootings involving police is 10 too many. Well, and if, if they, they'll plot all the steps to make sure that you know, any cop that's involved in, in something that. It fires back or whatever, chases somebody, and pummels the wrong person. That person is toast. I mean, that person's going to you know, lose his or her pension and be you know, dragged through the media. It's, it's all about humiliating the police if they dare, you know, do what you know, they tolerate, they seem to tolerate in you know ninety nine out of hundred other cases. So you, I just figure, well, when you got the deck stacked that way, you don't really have a police force of any usefulness
5: but you also I, you, you can you can if you want you can uh, use it as an excuse to not do your job and just collect your check which which shouldn't be the fallback position well that's that's worse too
2: yeah. if the polls if have, are true the, the, you know the nefarious people know that this is just what they want sure. they, they're perfectly happy with the police department that doesn't answer nine eleven calls
5: or whether well, they you know, that's there, the can't thing, do anything.
2: This is right up there. Oh,
5: I, I think that that's where you're at. They'll, they'll always answer 911 calls. That's the only that's the only. Not thing always. Doing. Not always. No. Well, but I'm, just like, I mean, in traffic, if there's an accident or a death, they'll show up. But you're not. I mean, if you, if you look around and you see people, you can't drive it. I mean, I drove too much this weekend. You can't even begin to, to, how many, to I mean, if it isn't every third or fourth block that somebody blows through a, a red light or a stop sign because they know there's zero chance of getting caught. I mean, look. Especially now, I'm not, I'm not a camera guy, but since there's not really those cameras, then you're really, you're really not going to get caught, right? Right. Man, I, 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 I drove around. I don't know how many miles I drove this weekend. I, I think I never saw a cop. I was all the way out to Joliet and back, and uh, Audrey was doing some. Uh, uh, she had to show some houses in Joliet. I didn't realize was, what are some really nice neighborhoods in Joliet. I didn't, I didn't know that.
2: Oh, there are. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's a, a little big city.
5: You know, and, uh, I mean, there was this one. I think this guy's going to. Well, this guy, this guy and his wife and family are going to buy this one house, and there was about like two or three on the block that were. So of course, she drags me into these things, even though I can't say as I'm overly interested in, in stuff that I'm never, I'm never going to buy. But I tell you what, you could. They were nice places. I mean, really well built. I mean, and it's like this little suburb of Joliet nice school system. I mean, God, you know, you drive down. Uh, was it Jefferson? It's like driving down any other street in any other suburb in the world. Every, every franchise is there. Everybody's there. I mean, all these places all look the same. I mean, countrywide, I think they do. And once in a while, you'll see uh you'll see uh, somebody who uh, you know is a mom pot place trying to stay open. And then of course, she uh, she's looking to buy a, buy a car, right? Because hers is, uh, and you know, it's a whole different deal for her than it is for any of us because, I mean, her cars are livelihood, and she wants the computer in there. She wants to be able to just kick in somebody's address on a house that just got listed and everything, tell you how to get there. Which you know, I I don't give a crap about basically any of that stuff, but uh, for her, I mean, for her, it's it's a plus. I don't want her driving around crazy places in a car that's going to conk out. So, I mean, I you know, I'd rather see her in a new car than me. Uh, But so we stop in uh at a dealer and to look at some cars. Actually, we know the guy. Uh, It's interesting. I mean, thirty five grand. And I, you know, you get in the thing and you go. I guess this is okay. <laughs> you know, that, that was this was for Hyundais. and the guy had a couple of used other things she was looking at. and They were thirty-five grand for used stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's it's scary. I mean, uh, some of these things. I mean, if, but if you want, you know, if you want all the bells and whistles, it's another ten. And you know, you you can drop fifty, sixty on a car without batting an eyelash if you have, you know. And they're talking what seven, 72 month financing now, but it's not one percent anymore. It's like six. We're, we're talking we're talking about a, car, a house payment for God's sake yep It's a uh, for people, it really is oh yeah, I don't know, it's, uh, and, uh you know everybody, everybody likes to well, I guess for that kind of money, you would hope to get some bell, bells and whistles, but i, I wonder what, I mean how what, where does all that money go i I'd, I'd love to see you know as a manufacturing guy one of these days I'd like to spend several hours going through a breakdown i mean do do I, do I really have to send a check to musk? For uh, carbon credit, is that more than the labor to put the thing together now? Or I mean, what, what? What is the the?
7: Uh, I think o- the
4: decision is March first, where they the IRS makes the determination about what the credit is for the new EVs. It's it's very close. Mm. I think there's a seventy five hundred dollar credit right now, and they're gonna the IRS or whichever whoever makes the rules about the uh, deduction or credit. I believe it's a credit they're they, they coming out with that supposedly on the first well,
5: if, you, if you go buy an EV what is the hookup you Supposed have to do something to your house because you're not just putting a you know the same the same plug in there you use the you know to, to use the lawnmower I mean you, there's got to be a 220 what does that hookup cost I don't know
2: you know, all different prices depending on how long you got to run it. You know, if you're going to do it outside, if you're going to do it in your garage,
5: do you need a home right service
2: hookup? Is already so.
5: Well, do you need a home. Be, you know, you a need money. Yeah, but nobody's got a nobody's got a 220 line anywhere. When I mean, you have it in your house, it's in the box. I don't know enough electric to know that, but you don't. Nobody has a a plug in in the garage unless you thought you had some guy doing ceramic work there forty years well, ago. Well, some
2: kind, like my my brother and sister-in-law have a Chevy Volt, you know, which is a hybrid. Um, and I've, you know, used it in the past when they've been away, and I, you know, keep it in the garage here.
5: Did you have permission, I, or did you steal it? <laughs> I, I
2: just borrowed it.
5: Just borrowed it?
2: <laughs> Never fiddle with the title or anything. No. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> but you can charge it, you know. It takes longer, but, you know, there's, there's different modes you can use when you're charging it, too, that you can set up as you're, you know, punch all this stuff in on the, the instrument panel. But I could charge it using just a 110 line in my garage for, I mean, a, for a week. Line up there, so it, it took overnight to do it. But you know, it doesn't take them long. That long to do it because they have a 220 hookup at their house to, for it. But um, it is possible. But but you know, again, it, I think it's good to have vehicles that don't pollute. But you can't mandate everybody have one because then you're not going to have enough power, and you're not going to have enough you know, mobility with these cars because they're going to be running out of juice. You know. The, all the time and there'll be no place to plug
5: them in well if you use the power from a, a gas fired plant or a coal fired right. plant you're right back how are we saving from. anything yeah we're not you know whatever but uh so john what do you what do you make of uh what the we have we've talked to Blue Nose guys a bunch about uh you know is is the world re- <clears throat> in your opinion is the world and the country recovering from the what where our shutdown really for two years in in a, in a proper way, or is it, are, are we really, are, we, are, are people blowing basically smoke up our behinds on this? I mean, do you think, some, are we starting, to, are, are people, have they essentially s- spent all the money that they got from the government, regular people, or inflation, are people gagging, uh, schools seem to still be having problems, how far are people behind? I mean, what's your view of things going forward, or just in general?
2: I think it's, you know, the latter, it's the the smoke blowing scenario, Uh, as, you know, stuff runs out, and there's all forms of assistance, I think, that are are going to run out soon and have run out, um, that the pandemic kind of blurred the boundaries on or or made it look like these were desperate times and we had to have desperate solutions. Um, That is going away. Um, People realize that, that whatever safety net they were surviving on before isn't going to be there. Um, you've got inflation still at a healthy clip. Time. I mean, I don't know what your sense of this is. I don't. I don't trust you know, all the you know the prophets saying, well, finally, you know, it's it's evening off and we'll start to see declines pretty soon. I don't see that at all. I think it's quite the opposite. Um, and I think it's only just a, you know a, a millisecond before the next stupid reason for some sort of shutdown. We got all these threats about bird flu in Cambodia now and. The, Atlantic magazine and other places you know these scare headlines about it, so I think it's 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 you know pretty soon we're going to see the same kind of nuttiness that we saw three years ago uh we've learned really nothing I'm afraid and the, the people who saw how this played out have just you know got a pretty good playbook now to how to tinker with it the next time they do it and they will do it believe me
5: yeah I don't uh, i'm I'm kind of curious i the the uh a lot of the stuff that you would see happening i mean it, it is Anyway, the, the stuff you see happening that's positive is all, as usual in this country, it's all individual people, and, I, and I'm sure, you know the big people. When I say individual people, it's it's certain school systems that are that are are now figuring out. I mean, the one that Kevin works for for sure, or part- he works or he participates. I'm sure he's not there for the money, uh, but there's not. I think some of the places here are stepping up. I think Moraine Valley's stepping up. Audrey's got a thing from them. I was reading it the other day. Some, I think you're seeing. People respond, but it seems like you're almost discouraged, tax-wise and otherwise. They're doing the right thing in a lot of these areas. I mean, it it so favors the one or two percent that the other people almost like kind of give up. We don't have a the young people, unless you're in tech, which obviously they're good at. And that's which the entrepreneurial part piece of that is. Uh, I don't. I don't think people would huge student loans. But I don't think they even think about owning their own place. How are they going to get a loan? You know, right? I, mean, I think it's all this stuff kind of works together, John, a way where it's really, really hard for somebody to break out with a, a factory or a place and all of a sudden two years from now having 200 people working for them. It just, I don't see those fledgling little things around as much as you should at this time.
2: May- I don't I agree. And, you know, if, if you read the Sun-Times or I think any newspaper – these days, which is, it's all just filler from the Associated Press and, you know, happy talk sources, but the, I, I'm just, I'm always amused, like not, not to say sickened, when I see all these stories about some individual somewhere saving the world or some soup kitchen that's, you know, keeping a neighborhood alive or whatever else, and it's just glowing terminology and how, you know, enviable this is, and is, this is the American spirit, blah, 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 but it's, it's a drop in the bucket. I mean, none of this translates to any kind of concerted, you know, Activity to deal with what's clearly a crisis. We've got so many crises, it's pretty hard to isolate any of them. But we're all lulled into the sense that there's so many wonderful people around making such a difference. And I guess if you have nothing else being thrown at you, you have to consume that and put your mind at ease. But if you really you of, you know it a little deeper and see how little of this really matters in the long run. I think you just throw the paper in the garbage. Well, it's it's, does nothing for for what's really happening. I think.
5: Well, the the mindset somehow, and I, and I, you know, the people you see on TV. i mean Chicago, obviously has a has a a a problem in the minority areas that, and I'm not saying that the I think that the government did their best to try and make these areas as bad as they are, but I mean the the idea of the Chicago Food Depository, is a spectacular place. I mean, uh, um, our friend Robin, a contributor to the show, was on the board there years and years ago, and the reason why she spent her time there is, John, don't they give, like, 95% of the stuff that, that people give the place goes out to people, which is like, you know, no charity does that, except like right. those
2: oh, and, and I'm not saying that there aren't good entities, but you can't run a society on charity.
5: So no, that's, that's my point, is you, is you have... That that what are they last when we had a guy on five years ago, and he said they feed what two hundred twenty thousand people a day. I mean, and I don't think it's going down. If anything, it's going up, which is amazingly admirable. But that's not a solution. I mean, and you you see all these people that are are talking about this kind of more benefits in some of these neighborhoods and this kind of program and that kind of program. Are we are we forgetting the part that at some point? You know, I'm not going to, you know, debate the work-at-home people. At some point, somebody has to get their ass out of the place, go somewhere, provide value to somebody for 40 hours a week, however long you want to, or maybe some from home. Uh, So where somebody's saying, hey, Joe or Jane, you did all this work for me. You you made me money, so by the way, I'm going to pay you for helping me out, and you're going to make a living wage, and all this stuff will become less necessary over time. John, that that's the furthest thing from anybody's mind, and I'm not. I mean, and I don't know how you turn that bus around, but but that, I don't. I don't think productivity. But but it's but it's not it's not even just that, Greg. It's it's you know I, I think that a lot of these people have never had a job, and then have no idea what it even means to show up forty hours a week at some place, cleaned up, ready to work, do something, not be high. And, and and whatever it is, whether you're an accountant, whether you're the president of the place, or or whether you're working a machine, or whether you're sweeping a floor, whatever it is, that's it, once you get to the, the idea that we're going to have this half a million permanent underclass, I don't see, A, that that's good for them. It sure isn't, because you don't know what your sense of self-worth is. But it's certainly the rest of the people can't afford it. And I, and I don't see any of these programs designed, except for some people. I mean, like, like some of the stuff that Karen was working on, where they have these... These, these job things, where the ideas with the with the schools and with the companies, the training programs. But I think people like her and Kevin are, are dropping a bucket. To be honest with
2: you, oh they are, Tom. I mean, it's it, it, it's it's first of all almost impossible for there to be any kind of momentum in the private sector for what really needs to be done because the, the private sector has just been emasculated by the lockdowns. Whether it's restaurants or small businesses, you name it. Um, that's why you got to you know, people drive it, you know, cars for Uber um, or DoorDash or whatever because they, they had, at one time, I'm sure, better-paying jobs than that, um, but they that's the only job they can get. And then you got a whole swath of people who were just looking at the government and the public sector for survival, and you don't have to do a lot in the in the public sector to earn whatever you, you get. And there's a lot of goof-offs working for the public sector, I can tell you. So there's, there's no way for there to be any kind of aggressive searching out of, you know, staff or possible employees, there's, there's, there's not enough jobs around to make life good for these, you know, people on the lower levels here, even if they wanted to do it, if, if they had every interest in having a 40-hour-a-week job and benefits and health insurance and raise a family and whatever, they don't have any interest in raising a family, they don't have any interest in getting married, they don't really have any interest in being on the clock in a job where they can go out and pull off a caper, you know, once or twice a week and sit on their asses for the rest of the month. So I, I don't. I just don't think there's any kind of you know attractiveness in peddling that, and there isn't enough jobs around to pedal
5: Well, now Matt Byrne, I want and Greg. You guys are young. I don't want this ever to That's happen to you. Union Pacific, guy <laughs> resigned, stock up 10%.
1: I don't know. It sounds pretty tempting.
5: Well, well you want to you quit and have the stock go up because you're gone?
1: Well, I do get to sit on my ass.
2: and
5: A I lot get of to people get drink get all day. Happy when I Put that on your
2: tombstone. We yeah.
5: <laughs> quit and the stock went up. Well, well, if you got a bunch of stock, I guess it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I don't know. That's because he yeah, up 70. That's because up 60. Be right back.
8: 3456, that's 708-349-3456, or visit my website at myhomesourcerealty.com. That's myhomesourcerealty.com. Stocks,
5: jocks, and jocks. stocks and jocks. You are out of control here.
7: Right
1: now, right here. right now. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case
5: of the munda. Well, welcome back to Dr. Jackson, I'm Tom Greg Pappas in the studio, and Flanagan on the line, Matt Byrne, SB Futures up 18, Nazibir's up 63. Uh, Matt, you've been very silent regarding uh, your trip to New York, does that mean you guys didn't win? I'll
1: tell you something, this is for all the listeners out there, uh, yeah we did win, we won best community college radio station uh, in the nation. Good for
4: you, <laughs> congratulations.
5: That's,
1: thank you, that's 88.3 WHCM, so uh, tune in. So that's
5: like 100 grand a person or what?
1: Hundred grand a person for uh, as far as the award. Yeah. Oh well, there's no money involved. It's oh. just uh, it's pure pride.
5: Well, still, congratulations, to you. That's yeah, great. Well, thank you so much. How yeah. did you like New York?
1: Oh, I loved it. I tell you, uh, you know, I lived in the city for went on four years during the, during uh, college. But man, New York is just that much bigger. Oh yeah. I, I was so impressed, and uh, I, this is true. The first day I was there, I was I was writing down every single accent in uh, every single language I heard just in that day, I I, I heard Hebrew, I heard I heard uh, some from a Russian, I heard and you know this man in an African cloak, I don't know what language he was speaking, but I'm assuming this from Africa. So many languages and, and people from Minnesota, people from England, it, it's everyone, everyone, every everyone is there. So
5: did you smush your way into the subway?
1: I did, and actually it wasn't too bad. No, I will say, uh, 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 you know.
5: You still I got the Mamas and the Papas playing her, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Of course. I got to have a little Yeah, uh, you know? I need that today, Todd. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding.
5: boy. I, I tell you what. I miss Mama Cass. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, we missed her for how many years? She you died, ever what? hear that story? Years.
2: This is actually... This is almost 50 years. I think Yeah. She died yeah. in 74.
5: Right. And, who, and what What young man was not in love with... What was the other lady in there? God, was she gorgeous? Michelle Phillips. Huh? Uh, oh, God, yeah.
1: She just, ever, she just died. Oh, that's I too think. bad. I think, yeah. There was a story, uh, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, He actually bought the house in which Mama Cass uh, used to live back in the 60s. Really? Now, this is his claim. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. He claimed that he would uh, uh, feel a a presence in his house. uh, This is, of course, after she passed away. Um, One night, he said he was laying in bed when he felt what he he calls a large presence get into bed with him. He jumped out, and and, and and he ran away, and then... A couple months later, he sold the house. He was this
4: before it, or after Ghostbusters?
1: <laughs> it might have been after. It might have been after. But, yeah, that was his claim, that he, the ghost of Mama Cass got into bed with him.
2: Uh, Somebody else died in that house, too. and I, it's, I can't remember now, but some think other that's right, yeah. music star. It's a strange
5: coincidence, I must say. I, uh, one of these days, if we have zero to talk about, which will never happen with the way the world is going now, I'll give you everybody the rundown of my trip to LA where we stayed at Dr. J's cousin's house Okay, and she was one of these that is into you know people that are in there and so forth and to talk about the story but she would talk about the people in the house and had people over to see if there was you know somebody in there and the person said I've never felt a presence like this and one night they all left and she could see them leave and some old car pulled up and of course, the car didn't make it to the bottom of the hill. There was no the policemen were there, and they said they didn't see anything. It was, oh. but I tell you what, a more brilliant, more attractive lady, you didn't come across. So you listened to the story, even though, <laughs> even though <laughs> she had, she had blue eyes like uh, Judy Collins, just locked on you and you couldn't you couldn't unlock, John. I mean, you, you were just you were locked on, and she had you. <laughs> it was like, and uh, plus did you ever? I haven't in a long time. One of the one of the ladies that you know, you know, you and I both know from college. Greg, have you ever come across anybody where, you know, every society, every well, you don't know it or not, every society has kind of a, a, a distance at which you're comfortably next to the person next to you. And you know, obviously, in an elevator, there's two people you stand X number apart, and there's three people you move. So right. you don't even realize you're doing it, but in, in, in normal society, I mean, if you walk down the street and you're talking to somebody, even if they're asking directions, you're I'm going to say in this society, what John, you're two and a half, three feet apart, something like that, at yeah, least. that's that's the comfort zone, I think. But there's other societies where it's it's a lot different. It's either further or closer. In Asia, it's like
0: <laughs>
5: six inches. Yeah, yeah. Well, this this lady was one I've met a few where she was like when she was talking to you with her eyes locked on you, you keep sort of backing up until <laughs> until you until you hit the wall. <laughs> Remember. Uh, uh, Gail, from school, dad, her, her family's kind of the same way.
2: Yes, yes.
5: And uh, nicest people, but all of a sudden you're like, all of a sudden you feel the wall and you can't go anywhere, and they're perfectly comfortable, <laughs> but, but you, you want them at two and a half feet and they're at one and three quarters. But I mean, it's not like they're, you know, it's not like they're, they're you know, they're nose to nose with you, but just, you don't realize how, how developed that is in people.
2: Right. It's not that they're threatening or anything like that either, you know, it's just, but it just happens. So it's kind of like... Well, Most let's just say in volume.
5: You? Well, in both of in. these situations, let's just say the the ladies were very well endowed. Ah. Uh, so parts were very close to you. Just, just say. Now we're getting to the root. Yeah, we're getting to the <laughs> to the point where maybe things were even touching, and you're like, "That's way uh, too close." <laughs> That's way. Too, anyway, do we have Kevin?
1: Uh, we will get him in just about a second. Yeah,
5: and because uh, we want to talk a little bit about this Alabama situation and of course i've been i've been enjoying myself this weekend tormenting Lou and everybody with the uh how everybody jumps all over Kim Fox for not charging people and by the way i'm I'm no kim Fox fan and uh but I tell you what jen i I've, i have since i spent a lot of time with these attorneys judges dudes realize what the situation sort of is with her because if you look at the uh and, and nobody nobody bitches at these people. If you if you look at the other side, I'm going to say the other side, the the uh, federal system. There's all kinds of sinister things people do that are just let let go. They don't they do they they have what a ninety or ninety five percent conviction rate. They only go after the ones that they've got nothing but evidence. Yeah, in Yeah, they lab. pick
2: the low hanging fruit. Really, yeah. you know, um, The stuff they don't really have to sweat in order to get you know and I'll tell you, you know, one way to see Kim Fox in, is in terms of her predecessor Anita Alvarez who was the opposite of Kim Fox and not in a good way but I mean she would would overcharge just and trump up you know, trivial things and turn them into you know federal offenses practically and you know whatever her conviction rate was it was at the expense of a lot of people's you know, a lot of innocent
5: people had their lives and careers ruined. I think because hey, of take it easy, Anita. I, I watched five innings of the so- a Sox game one I would her sitting next to me. Very pleasant. Supposedly, oh, yeah, Fox know, only she only has you know, twenty five. I think G's she in. was.
2: She's not the kind of model.
5: No, pretty, <laughs> <for any laughs> attorney
2: either. You know, that, but that was the, the the flip side of the pendulum, which was not too attractive either.
5: Well, you can, you can't. Uh, a lot of this stuff you can't plea bargain down, <clears throat> especially gun cases, because we had all these minimums. So you can't you can't plea bargain them down. So it makes it. So you actually have to go to trial with everything, and if you don't have an open and shut case, the defense attorneys do their job, right? Yep. But I mean, how many for for every sort of a federal case? I mean, especially for me, and then when I see an insider trading case, I, every single time I burst out laughing because it it doesn't come close to where where it really is. the whole The whole system is designed for people to trade inside. For some people, the other people, you can't do it, right? I mean, every time somebody. There's payment for order flow, and somebody gets to look at an order before they trade it. God, can there be more insider trading than that, Greg? That's the biggest industry. Citadel's bread and butter. Yeah, but but that's okay because 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 they're big. Kevin, we're 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 fighting here about who gets charged and who doesn't, and how you know whether people engage, whether they uh, nobody really wants if you're a whether you're a federal prosecutor or wherever you are, you don't want a you know. a, a loss. I mean, look at look at what the guy did to Blagojevich when he got the hung jury. I mean, he couldn't wait. I, I'm no fan of Blagojevich's either, but I mean, that was for that guy to get a where they they took the juror and they they named who the juror was and people were demonstrating on the juror's front lawn and a whole bit. I mean, that, that that guy didn't get a fair trial the second time through. I don't think. But anyway, we're talking about this thing down in Alabama and now. We're talking about sports, and we're God, Kevin. How many times? But didn't Jim Brown throw some lady out the second floor window or something? She survived. Then wasn't Ray Lewis involved in some? I mean, this is not new in sports, is it? Are you with us? We should have Kevin. I will go and check it again. Yeah, check okay. him. See where he is. But, but John, this isn't uh, this is not new in sports, is it? I mean, it's, it's no.
2: Well, and from what I know about this, this Brandon Miller case, Bama, we uh, got Kevin.
5: I don't uh, no, We don't seem to have Jan either. If you, well,
2: I, I'm here. here. All
0: right.
2: But, you know, it, it, there's a weapon that he, you know, kind was the murder weapon for this, for this young woman, um, and he, you know, said he didn't know that the weapon was in his car, which is entirely possible, I guess. Um, but <laughs> I'll say the way it's been handled since then is what's really upsetting to me—the fact that he kept, you know clip of him getting patted down on his Twitter feed, I mean, that's yeah. like, what kind of brain does that Well, the,
5: the story has gotten bigger since that. So what's happened was, they they knew he was somehow involved in this murder weapon thing. Well, it turns out now, according to the testimony, it must have been the grand jury or someplace, where he drove these two guys essentially to the bar area. And then later on, the the guy's gun was in the car, he knew it, and he gets a text from the guy saying, I need my joint. We're in trouble. Joint meaning gun, evidently. In the in the street cred, I I would I would not have known that. Kevin, will we have you, bud. Sounds like we do. Kevin, I don't, I don't know. So so evidently, he drove the gun back to the guy who gave it to the other guy and shot the people. Now, in, under Alabama law, it says if you essentially deliver a gun to somebody, I was in the law. I had no idea. If you're not sure that the guy's going to use it for a felony or for some nefarious purpose, you can't be prosecuted. So now they, they've they decided that they're not absolutely positive that he knew the guy was going to Now, Any kind of polite society, if your buddy is in trouble at a bar and you know he's drunk, you go and get the dude. You don't bring him a gun. Now, is this in some places in society now, is this okay, Jan? I mean, what are we doing here? Uh... The uh, Kevin Kevin says he's, lo- he's uh, you've lost him twice, Andrew. Um, yeah, we're having some technical difficulties over here on the board. All right. Well, the
1: um, so, we, Do we still have John? We still have John. I think. Ah, uh, yeah. The board's going a little bad. Sorry about that. Must we'll be the rain. Get that right. Well, yeah. They well, why don't <laughs> you get somebody
5: back here? All right. Sounds good. Um, I wonder if we're back down to one line. Greg. Eighteen. It happens. It happens. AT T is just so. But anyway, they, so now the story is he, he drove the gun to the guy. Either. Yeah, and, and they uh, said it. They so I know I don't know. And but he's
4: going to face murder charges.
5: Oh uh, no! Or The other guy. The other guy. yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. We, we killed the girl. Right. I mean, uh, actually, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's. I, I mean, the idea that the guy is now playing is playing basketball. I mean, I, I and the, the coach is absolutely convinced now. If there's no criminal penalty, that uh, if there's no criminal penalty that they're not going to address. Any of this stuff on a school level—it goes, goes all the way up to the coach says, and unless he's charged, he's in—and the, and the chairman says the same thing. But what kind of a what, what kind of a, a group do you have on this basketball team? There's, they've got their clique, and it
4: sounds a lot like they're just hiding behind innocent before proven guilty. And as long as you're the, the leadership two. is perfectly fine with that, and with them making fun of it on the court, I mean, yeah, it's just. Not only in poor taste, and it's you know, nauseating.
5: Well, John says he can't get through either, uh, Andrew, so we have a...
1: Matt. Matt.
5: Oh, I'm sorry, Andrew. Uh, well, usually this happens when Andrew's, Andrew's here. Right right you're, no. you're, uh, right. <laughs> you're not telling me you're turning into Andrew, are you? No. Well, I, I could be. Possibly. Oh, God. You never well, know. Well, do the best you can over there. Maybe get somebody back. If yeah. you can. Otherwise, Greg is my man. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's this, these are all... So I think somehow you have to make a statement saying, "Wait, but this is I don't this is not my team here."
4: Well, if you're the leading scorer, <laughs> well, yeah. And
5: you can do whatever
4: you want. And you're not going to be I, I don't know. Did they say they're going to No, gonna they said ch- the guys are right. no charges on him? Right. Although so, I did hear
5: I did read some rumor that he also that he might have blocked the car. But what does, does that move, mean? Well, the, the car, the guy tried to leave, and not get shot. He, oh,
4: very nice. So well, that's, that's if a, if that oh happens, I,
5: if, they, if that if that comes out, I think
4: they're going to have to reach. reach There's got to be reach. some video, hopefully, somewhere that they can get some clarity. But
5: I can't believe nobody else got shot with 11 bullets it's, flying. It's uh, that's that's every night here. What what manner what manner of society? If you know your buddy's about to get into a fight in some bar. Because he cause he's after the guy's girlfriend and the guy didn't like it so much, uh, that, that that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna carry a gun to the guy when you know he's trashed. It sounds like eighteen year old logic, but I, I you know what I, I, I have. Uh, the uh, I'm not so sure that anybody would. Uh, well, well you
8: know, if you're you know gonna fight, a-
4: you might as well win. I mean, you bring the gun and you can. You can intimidate, I, you can boy, shoot. It was, you can. Was no,
5: it was no part. I mean, it, it's one of the things we've been kind of harping on in the last couple of days is that it's uh, it's it's totally screwed up. I mean, the idea, I used to go everywhere in the city when I was 12 years old on the bus and on the L. The thought of, you might run into another rambunctious 12-year-old, I mean, that's possible, where you could have gotten to a biff. But the thought of anybody getting shot or being hurt or kidnapped or anything was... It was so far from everybody's mind. You got to ride the red line, Chief. Well, I'm saying you got to get on the red line at at uh, 10 p.m. And see what you. Well, see what I'm, I'm you saying, think. but then, this this has become common. It's become accepted,
4: and I don't get how it's accepted. I mean, that's the part that I, it's accepted because the same way that the people in charge in Alabama look look towards uh, innocent until proven guilty, and this is our best player. The same way you can do that; it doesn't affect. It doesn't affect the people at the top, so, you know, let them eat cake.
5: Well, you know, I, I uh, this is where my, my my thought process on this. Uh, two things changed it, Greg. One is my buddy, who's very liberal, moves to Singapore. And he, and he was all pissed off. He had some, well, Ben, those days, he had, uh, what do you call them, the, the, the movies on that, before CDs, the the tapes, VHS tapes, eight tracks. Yeah, yeah. no, well, not eight tracks. The, uh, the VHS, VHS. Yeah. So they wouldn't deliver them until the guys over there watched them first to find out there wasn't anything nefarious on them. Right? That's how bad it was in Singapore. And uh, so they get to his house, and he's, and he's telling me how he can't, you can't stand the idea that the nu- newspapers kind of scrubbed and all kinds of stuff. Well, he's over there for a while; and his kids are growing up. Now he's from, well, his place in Chicago is in Edgewater, right? Which, you know, borders up against kind of a, even in those days, a kind of a rough neighborhood. Edgewater was the uh,
4: GDs, Gangster Disciples, in the 90s. Yeah.
5: Well, he, uh, so anyway, so he, he texts me one day, he sends me an email, and he goes, you know, I can't, actually, he was in town talking to me, he says, you know, I can't believe how much freer I am there than I am here. And I go, for a guy who didn't like it, Mr. Liberal, he's like, my kid's can go over to somebody else's house at night and study when they're like nine years old, hop on the bus or hop in a cab, I don't worry about them at all. We never lock the house. We never lock the car. Because anybody who does something, whatever happens to them, I don't know. uh, You're not allowed to chew gum and spit it out. Because for for 90% of your life, you're ten times freer than you are in this country. Where you're not afraid all the time. They don't have guns. They don't. It's yeah. a
4: very homogeneous society, and they like it that way. What is it, Quan Yu? Well, but it?
5: I'm saying I'm not. I'm not. But if it, if it reaches a point here where, and then the next time I was, I, we had to go to a. I've told this story many times. A, a wedding, a, a 25th anniversary in Inglewood. You know, I know the area real well because my grandmother came grew up there. So, driving around, and there's there's regular people they have houses on these blacks. <clears throat> they're trying, you know, they got the garden, a whole bit, a fence, of course. And uh and, and they have you know, the other houses are either they're torn down or there's you know, gangs living in boarded up places. And there's people walking down the block that are gangbangers, and once in a while you see like a regular person walking, you go, Nobody should have to live like this. Those people have rights too. I and mean, we're so worried about the rights of the gangbanger that we're we forget about the rights of the person he's 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 bothering, he or she. And I don't, know, I don't know how we got there. I honestly don't. The, the regular people don't have don't have the right to be protected. But I, mean, I don't. Maybe you you tell me where the younger where younger people sit on this. I I don't know where they sit on it. But it's to the, me it's. Go ahead. You talk for a while. Yeah. The
4: the younger people definitely sit on the more liberal side of the fence, and that we're are saying that the police and people have been inappropriate, or the the argument is uh, there's been a systemic uh imbalance for so long that whatever's happening now is i guess uh, kind of acceptable because we need to push back on I think it's acceptable cuz they don't live there. Yeah, it could be. But the uh the police are have overstepped their uh bounds for so long that now we're willing to say okay, well these people have been oppressed. Well, what,
5: well, first yeah. of all, why do why do people agree with that? There's there were like three shootings by police all last year.
4: The narrative is that there should be no
5: police incidents.
4: Okay, the police shouldn't be shooting in the first place. So why would why would they ever kill anybody? Or well, because why? the
5: people on the other side have guns. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean the, you get that.
4: The, the, but I think the tolerance for carjackings and say shoplifting have gone way up because it's uh it's payback essentially for what's been going on uh, as the argument goes systemic racism um,
5: yeah, no, I know I tell you what I, I don't not I can't even I can't go down that road I just can't even Bad people don't get to do stuff to good people. I mean, I know I'm way way old on this, but then it would pay back for who? I mean who exactly does that person? What do I owe him to come and steal some of my stuff? I don't I mean I, I honestly don't get the logic. Other than people that have never been nearer, I'll tell you what: your 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 feeling for warm and fuzzies for carjackers is going to stop the first time you get your carjacked.
4: <laughs> yeah, I would I would imagine that would or the converters being stolen. You know, those those get expensive.
5: Yeah, Matty Weber had had his stolen in uh, Armitage.
4: Yeah.
5: I mean, right in front of the house. And Armitage is a busy street. So, I mean, there there was a time... It's interesting, though,
4: that the the tides have turned. If the polls are right, and Vallis really does have 25% uh, of the votes, I mean, that's an older white guy who's in favor of the police, which would be a surprise in Chicago.
5: Well, I don't see how the hell you could not be... When you see what's going on, and, you know, one of my buddies in Notre Dame, his wife got murdered on the Dan Ryan. How, how, could you, how could you not be in favor of, I mean, everybody knows. I mean, I, I am a, one of the biggest criti- critics of this particular police force because I think they're very poorly led, and I think some of the instances where uh, shots were fired maybe inappropriately were because they didn't have enough help from another policeman. I mean, when you go flying down an alley uh, after somebody with your gun out, uh, and you don't have any help at the other end of the L, you should have five squads around you by the time that happens. They're not helping anybody. There's no, nobody, nobody. I don't
4: know if they have the numbers to help.
5: Well, I don't know if they have the numbers, and I don't think they have the, the. Uh, like, the, the uh, I, you know, I, where are they? I don't see anybody. I'm fortunate to know uh, a few uh,
4: of the cops up in my area, and they're counting the days until they can just retire. Yeah, well, it's... They're not old. They're just, no. They're, just, they're, they're done with it. They don't want oh, I, any and part I, of it If anymore. I
5: was one of those guys, I'd probably feel the same way. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a massive bus turning around. I mean, I mean everybody – it's funny. We used to be on the show, and, uh, and he, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, first name, Tom. He, not me. <laughs> but he, he's a guy that if you got pulled over and were sort of pissed off, He would give you read you the riot act about you must have been doing something wrong and the police. Then one day he got pulled over. God, it was (laughs) this guy. You know, every every event, every every event, either an arrest or a traffic stop, not one of them goes well. I mean, you you might find somebody who is going forty five and a thirty. All of a sudden, he sees a light behind him. Realizes he's going forty five. Sits down, apologizes to the officer, takes his ticket and pays it and goes home. But I think it's pretty rare. You're certainly not going to arrest somebody and put the cuffs on them, no. And have it and have it be no. A, they don't want to do that paperwork either. Well, but well, I'm got saying other stuff to it, do. It's it's never a pleasant experience. So when somebody resists arrest and two cops slug the guy uh, because the guy is maybe winging one at them, and people go, "This is an outrage." Well, well what? they've never arrested anybody. I mean, uh, nobody wants to be arrested, right? It's not high on the, my priority no. list. No, that's for sure. That <laughs> you know, it's like I mean, even. Some of the stuff, like the, that guy, uh, the Floyd murder. I mean, the guy didn't have to empty the gun into the dude. I mean, we all know that. But th- didn't the guy start out and rob some convenience store and punch that guy out or do something? When Wait you a start, second. When you I start, don't think we're talking about the same. Who's the guy that... Uh, George Floyd was strangled. No, I'm or, not, no the guy here. Or, I mean, well, come I, mean, I forget whether have done so many of them. But when you start doing that kind of stuff, somewhere in the back of your mind, you have to say, my, my evening might not end well. You know, it doesn't mean you should be shot, and especially keep getting shot after you are no longer harming. I, mean, all this stuff that the police have done has been bad, but it doesn't negate the fact that there's a job to do, and there's a lot of really bad people out there. Yeah, and we, we can't really just say they get the win have, for a while.
4: Have guns, and the cops have well, guns, and and,
5: and the people driving the policy are never near the situation. In one man's opinion, you know, I don't, I don't know how that works. So man, are we never gonna have phones? Is that the story?
1: I think that's. I think we've been cursed. No more phones for the foreseeable future. Apparently, yeah.
5: So you can't even call anybody.
1: No, I couldn't call nine one one if I wanted to right now. Uh oh, <laughs> this is just swell. <laughs> yeah, flying well, blind.
5: You got you're stuck with me, chief. Well, did you guys win the? Uh, the engineering for that station? Do we have an engineer come over to f- your place, come over fix it? <laughs>
1: well, I mean, we didn't have any engineer. We actually, technically, I am the engineer for this I think station. we should do Zoom. Uh, so you, I'm, the, I'm
5: the best you got right now. So uh,
4: when do you have it fixed by? We can do <laughs> Zoom and we can do well,
5: I got my voice over IP. So Nancy's yeah. supposed to be calling at 730. We're not going to have any Nancy either? Is, that's what it's looking like.
1: Uh, unless, uh, yeah, we can talk about this after air. But, yeah, we might have some solutions we can talk
5: about. Oh, God. Yeah. Voip. We got a uh, new guest, new producer, new new host. Yeah. All, all, all
1: of the above? Yeah, why not? We'll get we will get a new host. Greg will be taking over.
4: Yeah. Uh, oh. uh, <laughs> <RIP> <laughs> IP listeners. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well
5: the uh so uh, we have the market are this gold ever gonna come back, Greg? Uh
4: I haven't looked at gold in <laughs> in a month or two. <laughs> yeah, well, no I have anything. no it's idea.
5: What's the model of gold? Let's, well, but let's it's, put it's, on it's, a trade. But it's it's snuck up to nineteen, it looked like it was going to the moon and all of a sudden now it's back to eighteen twelve and it's lost all kinds of favor. It's just not doing anything. It's, uh, you know, just just sort of crazy stuff. But, I mean, for those of everything, uh, S&Ps are up 23, Nancy P's up 83. And we have to talk about the mortgage stuff without Nancy here. That's going to be bad because uh, the other night we were uh, actually one of my, you know Jimmy. Jimmy works in the uh, mortgage industry. And he says, uh, like 80% of the people now have mortgages under 4%. Ooh. Which is, you know, it makes it pretty hard to move if your next mortgage is going to be six and a half. Forget that, yeah. Um, so They're you are sitting pretty. Well, they are. I don't even think mine is 4%. Well, I mean, you didn't, uh, you didn't refinance when they were under four. Most no, people did. I didn't. That was stupid, huh? Well, not if you're 4.2, but if you're <laughs> 7, yeah. No, I, yeah. But, uh, no, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be, I mean, we, we hope that the recession is not like it was in 2008 where enough people got laid off where they had to move. Because mm-hmm. that's going to be really tough for people that are having to move.
4: Well, if the banks want to
5: make less money, well, the banks—they just make the money on uh, the services and all that other stuff, and they sell it to somebody else. They don't hold it unless it's a unless it's a, a jumbo. Um, we have. Can you hang around a little bit? Well, so we will talk more about futures. Let's do it. Uh, SP futures up twenty-two. Nasdaq futures up seventy-nine. So we're hanging in there in this rally. We sure could use an up week uh, after last week. We'll be right back. Stocks and jacks. I think it's time for everyone to take a serious look at their goals, their risks, and their portfolios. Do they match? If not, we can help. We have a signature protected index program. We have ways to hedge against interest risk. We can make that portfolio right for you again. Go to ptisecurities.com or call us right now. The market can change very rapidly. That's ptisecurities.com.
6: Is your business being challenged by the complexities surrounding healthcare reform or other matters related to human resources management? If so, then Cognos HR can help.
8: 3456, that's 708-349-3456 or visit my website at myhomesourcerealty.com That's myhomesourcerealty.com Stocks,
5: jocks, jocks, stocks and jocks You are out of control here, right now Right here, right now, right now. Longer picks and Jacks. I'm Tomao, Greg Pappas in the studio. Thank God, since uh, phones don't seem to be working here. And Matt Burn on the board. SP Futures up twenty five. looks like we're continuing our up move here, which is nice. Nasdaq Futures up ninety one. Dow Futures up one sixty five. Transportation average will be up. Is Union Pacific is now up eleven percent because the guy quit. I don't. I don't. Well, I sure want to see that. Chief Chief leaves PTI twenty years from now. PTI doubles in value. <laughs> I'm so sure I want to hear that, Greg. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, sometimes I think the guy at Disney, he
4: left and the stock was up like 5 or 10%. Yeah, well, yeah,
5: well, that's true. Well, everybody thinks this new guy's a savior. We'll see. European markets, uh, after the worst week of the year, they're up huge. The DAX up uh, 234, It's 1.6%. Pussy, not so much, up 58.7%. however, 1. 120, it's up uh, one7 as well. So for the DAX and the Kakarana leading the, leading the show over there. Uh, Asia the other way, but moderately. UK down twenty nine point one percent. Hang Seng down sixty six point three percent. Shanghai down nine point three percent. So Asia not so much. Uh, Friday Dow was down three thirty six. and P's down forty two. Nasdaq down one ninety five. So we're we're back yeah, maybe half of that, a little more than half. Um, so it's well it's not yet a Fibonacci bounce. And Greg will tell us all about Fibonacci. We're done here. Uh, Ten year down one basis Three <laughs> point nine four. Bund is up five basis points. Two point five eight. Pan on change right at that 0.50, which is supposedly the upper bound. Well down 28 cents, 76.04. Brent down 35 cents, 82.81. Natural gas up 13 cents, 268. We've got gold up one twenty-eighteen eighteen. 18. Silver down 19, 20, 74. So gold just can't get a bid here. Uh, copper up 3 cents, 398. We've got crypto, it's up now, 43 bucks, 23,658. We have the US dollar uh, is actually down a little bit with the the pound up to uh, 1.20. It's up 0.5%. You're up just a little at 1.06. Uh, Matt, what do you have for us Trevi, weather sports?
1: Yeah, good morning. February 27th, 2023 at currently 7.36 a.m. Right now, heavy thunderstorms in Chicago rain to continue until late afternoon. Right now, 42 degrees. A high of 57 later on. Tomorrow, sunny skies and a high of 47. Right now in Phoenix, clear skies, 39 degrees currently, a high of 62. Tomorrow, similar weather on Wednesday, rain from the afternoon until the evening. Yesterday in the NBA, Bulls played Wizards and won 102 to 82. Last night in college basketball, Indiana lost to Iowa 84 to 86. So for now, Chief, back to you.
5: Elon Elon Musk calls U.S. median schools <coughs> racist against whites and Asian Asians. There you go. Racist against whites and, whites Asians, and Asians because huh.
4: they don't get into Harvard. Um, it
5: says U.S. Media and, media and schools. Twitter lays off another 50 people. This guy, Musk, is all over the place, isn't he? Is Is Elon Musk African-American? I don't think so. I think he's white. Well,
1: he's that doesn't mean he's from South Africa. Yeah, he did come from South. I don't believe <laughs> he is uh, African. No, he's
4: African-American. Oh. <laughs> so where does he count?
1: And some technicality, I guess, so, yeah. What are your technicality? Uh. <laughs> That's... African American. If I live in Albania, am I Albanian? Uh, who knows. Man,
5: I think you should try to call Nancy and, and tell her if we if we can't get her through. We'll try that, yeah. All right. The uh what so what do you uh I was
4: looking at the uh what eighteen
5: forty calls in gold. That are cheap.
4: It looks like they're about a forty Delta and cost what? About nineteen hundred bucks. You're looking bucks? at
5: the uh the the futures. Yeah.
4: Nineteen hundred bucks or so?
5: Yeah. Yeah, It yep. uh, looks
4: like, it looks like uh, forty percent of people agree with you. I might get to eighteen forty.
5: Yeah, it's. Uh, you know, I don't know. It was. It was just there, and it seems to have lost the. Its luster, shall we say? Hey, yeah. Uh, when we talk about these these inflation type things, um, when I get your 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 read, and uh, we all know that the inflation has blown up. Okay, I think we're we're a chief exporter of inflation, also. Oh, you know, I do there's too.
4: A, there's a hot take. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. But I, here's what, here's if, if you were you were in the Fed's position, and I, you know I never I never hear this, and uh, many of the talking heads there are in denial of all this stuff. But I don't think you can deny the fact that we've had this huge inflationary bubble. But the question is, Greg, if you were in charge, and you understood that to be the case, which I think you probably do, listen to me all the time. Uh, how would you attack it? Would you would you just stop the the continual progress of inflation, or would you attack the price level, which is a totally different it's really a totally different thing? I and mean, I never I never hear people separate them out, but it is inflation is the rate of change of prices. I think you know, Jan, Jan Flanagan's right. In some areas, it's still working its way through. Certainly in in restaurant meals and drinks and things like that, I mean, they they go up every time you go someplace. But I think it's it's stuff flowing through. But actually, I think your price of, you know, pork and chicken and those kinds of things seems to have stopped going up and some have actually gone down a little bit. But in general, I think the price of new cars, you know, went from 25 to 40 and now it's hanging in there at 40 If you're talking inflation,
4: um, it depends on the demand locally. Yeah. So if our demand is... Say for something that's uh the supply chain has has taken away, well, that extra cash is going to blow up the price, but in the same way, there's also that same demand for certain currencies, so that that also influences the price levels that you're talking about um, I think in certain places that the dollar is much more in demand, and that takes away from our inflation actually adds to theirs so there's a second dimension of inflation that nobody talks about either we're we're completely domestically focused and and I don't know what the true number is you just call it well
5: know. what Greg's talking about just to bring it down to every man level if the price this this would be a huge move but we've seen some of these if the dollar all of a sudden were to go up 10% versus the euro well and you're going to buy a mercedes i mean sometimes the companies make changes so it doesn't it doesn't move to this effect. But in, in essence, you should be able to buy a Mercedes 10% cheaper. Now, of course, some are assembled here and all, that, which complicates everything, but if, if it was only made over in Germany, if you're going to buy a beer only made over in Germany, now the same 100 dollars can buy 10% more beer, right?
4: Yes. And what's happened with the dollar is for whatever reason as people get scared or as the the globe gets scared. They prefer dollars. So over the past, I don't know, I think since the 70s, when they had dollar markets in other places, they they have dollar deposits in foreign banks and such, and they're regulated differently. And Which nobody well, nobody
5: else can really do. Uh, it's The euro, the euro dollar is a, is, a, is a U.S. dollar's deposit in European banks. But you don't correct. see... Or any any foreign deposit, right? Yeah, it's not well, I mean, you specifically don't see, euro. If you went over to Lakeside Bank or or uh, or, or Harris with with a whole bunch of uh, British pounds, they I don't think they open up an account for you in pounds. They make it convert to dollars, right? Right. Where in Europe you can actually deposit the you dollars, can and, they'll dollars take and they will yeah and they they'll will take, take, the take them yeah.
4: And there's a different set of regulations. But as what that has to do with inflation is a lot of these other countries. Want the dollars, and the people in the country want the dollars. and that's been completely apparent in times of chaos. so when when we're able to print, however much, just because um, you know we we want to use it here, that demand is also coming from that allows us to do that. So our inflation, i would I would argue is is actually less than what. The money supply is increased because of that
5: foreign demand for dollars. Um. Nancy keeps texting me. You're gonna have to try and track her down because she's frantically trying to uh, call in, Matt. Yeah, we'll try. It's, we'll just just try. call her in your cell or something. Uh,
1: and uh, throw to the mic.
5: No, just call her in your cell and tell her she can't get in. Otherwise, she thinks she's doing something wrong. All right, sounds good. Um. No, but I, right. I think that we actually have had a comeback because we, you know, we give the dollar numbers every day. The dollar at one point made it to um uh, even made it to even on uh the pound. We got to hundred, right? And now we're back the to the euro. One, uh no, the pound almost got to even got the one no, the pound got to one hundred fourteen. Oh, now yeah. it's back to one twenty. The euro actually went negative. Right. And now it's back to one oh six. Right. So the dollar when we were when we were pumping money into the into the supply here and sending people checks, it had the exact same uh change to the dollar versus those other countries because they weren't doing that. So for right. a, for a second, we were pouring more dollars or pissing more dollars into our system, than they were. And you saw just as you're describing, the dollar move down because all of a sudden the dollar's not worth as much because we're pouring more in.
4: Well, if you say go back to say 2005, yeah, but it's there was nothing, and then as we were melting down, the dollar, I think, uh, the euro increased all the way to a buck sixty or so. And buck sixty. And then um, that's when Europe started to go, uh, started to really print also. And then uh, they started selling well, been, the it's euros. Been a, it's been a printing <laughs> contest. It's, <laughs> it's been, been a, the printing contest. And and surprisingly enough, people have favored the dollar since that printing contest. So well, now a we're back bit. down to one oh five or whatever it is because yeah. um, the, the cleanest, you know, it's just but we're the, still the better option right now. So we still have degraded the dollar dramatically over the last three years. Definitely. So if you print 30%, yeah. uh the other guys did 20 or 25. And and you would you would expect at least some prices to to rise because <laughs> because that's just how uh money works, but but uh in in other places you'll see the 100 not necessarily because they're printing, but <laughs> but because they just want the dollars instead and they'll sell they'll sell their currency for half of what
5: it's worth or you know you get argentina problems well, you get that, turkey problems you get But I those mean, guys they they've essentially increased their money supply by 75 80% in one year yeah so if you, if you're sitting there with a dollar and you go <laughs> guess what I, i'm giving you a dollar but now i want you know two whatever those things are liras instead of one right it, if if you don't uh, Purchasing
4: how? power is what people are yeah. really after. You're you're in it to beat taxes and inflation, and so taxes uh, taxes are different in each country, and inflation is different in each country. But you're trying to outpace both of those put together. So the currency traders will try to go to places where the loans and the and they can get more than those taxes and inflations and and yeah, yeah they. There's there used to be a big carry trade and people trying to take advantage of that. I think since that's broken down, but yeah, broken but, um, down. Well,
5: we, it, the what we're we're talking about is uh, you know you don't normally learn this stuff if you if you grow up in Chicago, basically right, because you you got the dollar in your pocket. It's all you ever see. It's all you ever know. You the, very seldom you even see uh, a Deutsche Mark or a euro or something. I mean. You, you can go your whole life there and never see a euro dollar, right? Right, a, a euro, right. So unless you've traveled overseas, and once the first time I went over, I mean, I, I heard about it, but I mean, every time you cross a you know a border, which is like going from Illinois to Indiana for God's sake, you're you're trading your currency, right? And, and in one way, it's point nine one, and the way back, it's .93, and you go, what the hell happened? Oops, you yeah, know, you know, and uh, and every and, and you'll see a whole bunch of. Strings of places in Amsterdam, all with the sign out. And the guys keep changing the sign, as, as the thing moves. You know, I'm not going to say hourly, but if it goes to the, you know the, the third decimal point, it might just be hourly.
4: And to make things even more complicated, when you have the primary inputs for economies, like uh, say copper, say gold, and oil, and those are all priced in dollars, that makes things even more fun for for uh, say developing right. Or what other what other places who have to exchange for dollars and that's kind of like a, a ace in the hole that that the u.s plays in their advantage so if you have to transact in dollars that's that makes uh
5: but the the, the logic of it and this is the part it takes kind of a while to to sort of and it took me a long while because when i got to grad school i took a, a course in international finance or something and uh they had half the people there were from not half but maybe a third were from uh, other countries those guys knew all that stuff out of the gate. And I'm sitting there, I was the absolute dummy for six weeks. I mean, I caught up, thank God. But, uh, I mean, they start talking about, okay, if the uh, Treasury does this, and now what? what is credit Lee and A, what are they doing in France versus the guys in Britain? And all these guys knew right away. And I'm sitting there going, what the hell? Cause all I was, I was dour-phobic or dour-blind, like, you know, you could easily be in the Midwest. But that, you know, that kind of changed a bit. Plus, my stepfather was... Uh, he was a uh, controller actually he was vp of finance in a firm that they was Waltham Watch and Hallmark Rings so they would buy the watch movements the inside of the watch the, the workings of the watch from switzerland and they would right over in uh, clinton to clinton displays there was a building over there that's where they were they had a factory but he didn't need like it wasn't a dirty factory it took the movements yeah so you,
4: his thing was he probably if that were to happen now he would want to buy calls on the the frank because in in case that moved up you would have you would have your hedge on that your currency wouldn't you, it would still purchase the same well, amount of well they they it. didn't have they didn't it. have it then but uh now you have the option of saying okay well I'm going to spend a million dollars on these swiss swiss parts so I might as well have uh some some type of protection against those currency fluctuations so uh, I'll buy a call in the franc. And that way, if it goes bananas, that way I participate in the upside and I'll still be able to buy my full million dollars.
5: Well, it got sort of s- simpler than that in the sense that they, they would come out with their new catalog and their new watches, and they knew that they were going to be getting this big shipment, where are we, we're late February, say in uh, May. So they knew they had to buy Swiss francs to pay for them in May. And if they saw the dollar going down, they would just they would just buy a forward contract, so they had they already locked them in and they yeah. could pay for it in May. A forward contract under the futures contract, you buy it from a specific place. So you might buy it from a, could be a, a, you know Chase or it could be any big bank here, or it could be a bank over there. Where you essentially say, I'm going to buy uh, X amount of Swiss francs for delivery on May 10th. That's yeah, a forward and then you contract. Where a futures contract, you do it in exchange. And that you know, but this particular you you have there's a counterparty on the other side. It better be you know it's Chase better make it to May fifth, right? Because otherwise you've got no contract. Right. Maybe. We're big importers of everything here. Yeah.
4: So in the, I would imagine the the bigger importers are busy trying to figure out what happens if the dollar loses value. So oh sure, they're they're hedging that exposure via probably i'd say calls and whatever if they're buying from mexico maybe you buy some some calls on the peso just in case you know you you want
5: your purchasing power to be maintained well one day I, I the dollar's starting to slide this is in the early 70s so he's not feeling so well so i pick him up at work right and all, all on the radio all they're talking about is the dollars going down and uh, uh the speculators were driving the price of dollars down so Gets in the car and I go. So, what'd you guys do today? Well, you know, this dollar's going down, so we bought forward. You know, I don't know, a million Swiss francs or something. And I go. So, so, you're one of the dirty speculators. Yeah. <laughs> and He goes. Well, I guess I am. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it's it's just stuff that people do. I mean, the the currency transaction, the numbers. I and mean, how many trillion is it, how many trillion a month is it? You yeah, know, from I mean, it's, trillions it's a, a day, probably. probably. Probably trillions a day, where yeah. people just go back and forth. I mean, if you're going to buy. Uh, you know, you're gonna buy oil I mean if there's a tanker in oil going to going to britain you got to you gotta you gotta take the pound and you gotta get the dollars and you gotta you know pay in the dollars and maybe maybe it goes back the other way at some point it's it's incredible and after my buddies at the uh fed were um you know these guys they were i won't say it was all them but they were part of a group that made all these currency transactions every place between u s and europe all 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 settle at the same time every morning. And before, yeah. the, before that, they didn't. And people sit there and go, What is he even talking about? Well, imagine if, I think at one point, I don't know which was first, but the, the dollar to the euro settled at like 10, and the euro to the dollar settled at 11. And now the problem there is if it's there's a big a, spread. Well, <laughs> it was our buddy Robert, he said, What would happen? You sit there and go, My first question to him was, What happens if some bank went out in the meantime? He goes, Well, it actually happened. No. 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 Notice <laughs> at the same time. Bingo. <clears throat> it doesn't take, what I'm saying is, it It could be the world's smallest bank. But the, the, there's no profit on this stuff. If one bank goes out, if all of a sudden Greg is long. We have Nancy over well, Zoom. Wow. You know, Miss Mance, that's not so bad. Nancy, are you zooming in or what are we doing here?
7: Yeah, we're zooming in. How
5: about uh, that? I had a feeling that between you and Matt. Mr. and Miss Tech that you'd find a way.
7: Well, I couldn't figure out why there was no answer and I thought, this is really strange.
5: Well, you know, it could have been a uh, lightning struck the building or something or, you know, an, an asteroid. But then I
7: figured you'd call me so I figured, and then when I didn't hear anything I thought, oh boy, what's up?
5: <laughs> well, we, uh, we've we been having line issues for a while but all of a sudden now we've gotten spoiled because they've been fine for about a month. And all of a sudden today not so much. Hey, two questions for you because we don't have much time. Yes, sir. Um, One is, uh, my my guys tell me that about eighty percent of mortgages now are under four percent because everybody Do You think that number is good or, or fictitious?
7: Eighty percent are under four percent from the past two or three years.
5: What well, everybody refinancing stuff. I mean, people sitting in houses right now. That most most people are under four percent.
7: I I kind of would agree, would agree with that.
5: Which makes it, if all of a sudden, God help you if you get transferred and you have to sell here and go buy somewhere else at six and a half, right?
7: Well, yeah, I mean, someone called me the other day, and they said they were unhappy where they lived, and they're at two and a half. And I said, well, okay, now let's just play that out, and then you say, okay, let's say you move. What have you gained? And he's like, everything will be the same. I said, "Uh, no, it won't. Your your mortgage will at least, you know, your P&I is going to really go up, because it's going to like, your interest rate is going to go up double, more than double.
5: Well, where, where there you? was just
7: you yeah. know silence, and I'm like, that's, that's what you have forgotten about.
5: You better like the place. You better paint the walls and make them the right color, and you better add, put an addition in or something.
7: Yeah, so he was like, oh. And so I said, really, that's that's now everyone's big dilemma because everyone's feeling the pinch and the squeeze from all the inflation, right? So if you're already feeling that and you don't have anywhere to cut, now you're going to add to the, you know, Add a big number to the problem? That's, that's not very good.
5: Well, you, We just got to hope that we don't have a 2008 where everybody gets thrown out of work for a while and has to move. That would not be good. I agree. The other uh, agree. one was a, there's an article in, us. Uh, I, I was going to send it to you, I might have sent it to Audrey. Yeah, she sent it to you. The one about uh, how important it is if you're looking for a house, especially in areas where there's still some demand, and a lot of places are. Uh, boy, I tell you what, man, it's the difference between uh, one of the guy I do work with over n f o Alan, just bought a house down in I think charlotte mm-hmm. and he said that the house is there, of course they because it was kind of a destination place, every raised all their prices to uh, you know ridiculous numbers or guys that bought a place for four hundred or putting it on the market like eight hundred that kind of thing. he said well now all of a sudden they 're dropping like t- somebody drops there 's twenty five the other guys will drop there so they're they 're racketing down to where maybe fair value ought to have been in the first place. But okay. we're not seeing so much of that in the Tinley, and Joliet area that Audrey's doing a lot of work in now because I don't think they ever got as crazy in the first place. But uh, anyway, his article in uh, CNBC talked about uh, the importance, if you're going to go buy a home, of getting pre-approved. So if you uh, actually find a place you like, you can basically jump on it, for lack of a better term. And then all of a sudden oh. you got everything lined up. But what is... Do we, first of all, do you agree with that? I'm thinking the answer is yeah. yes, but how, what's the procedure? When, when would somebody, ideally, When would if I said, you know, I'm tired of this apartment, this, I'm tired of this city, I want to move to someplace, and maybe it's time for a house with a backyard, what, I, should you be my first call? It seems like it almost, I mean, or how when would? Really
7: sh- I should be your first call because the, the problem I'm experiencing is by the time the people come to me and want to be pre-approved, if there's any issue at all, like let's say, They could get a better rate if we could improve their credit score. There's no time left. I mean, we just got to go with the cards that that are dealt to us at that time. And a lot of times people can afford the down payment. They can't necessarily afford the closing costs. So you explain to them about closing cost credits. And the pre-approval is really important because if they've already been run through the automated underwriting system, you've pulled their credit The seller knows that they have a strong, you know, a very strong interested buyer. When you have people that come in and say, yeah, I got a real estate agent, yeah, you know, I got somebody, you know, a friend of mine does mortgages, so I'm really not too worried about it. Well, they don't realize that the person that's walking in with the piece of paper that really is more guaranteed. Like Every realtor will call me and say, how far are you in the process? And I'll tell them, like, I can close in less than 30 days, and they're like, oh, we never hear that.
5: So they, so they
7: know I'm you know they know I've already been got everything knocked out of the way. Now it's just up to the, you know do we have or this does this seller have clear title and we're ready to go.
5: So somebody calls you and they said, "I think I can afford, you know, 400. My wife and I are both working, and blah blah blah." So they'll come and meet with you and you sit down and say, "All right, 400 how much are you putting down?" We'll say they're putting down 20, which you know some people still do. Okay, so now you're going to qualify them for maybe up to 340 or something in case they have to Pay a little more. You you, you find a an number and you qualify them for it. now. Do you can you lock in a rate or, or no?
7: Yes and no. If they're going to build, you can. It's not necessarily the best thing in the world to do because you know the rate's not going to be necessarily in your. I mean, there's going to be a down money involved. So if you change your mind and don't want to do anything, it's. That gets kind of messy, but if you're gonna just look for something, you know, if you're just starting on the hunt, it's fine. And then the day they find it, that's the day I can lock in the rate. Okay. Once I once I know that they they want this and they're pretty much gonna close within 30 days or 45 or 60, that's how I can look into it then and really go.
5: Well, you messing around with their credit stuff doesn't 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 cause a problem with their credit, and now the whole world knows these guys are looking to buy a house or anything, does it?
7: no no I'm just improving their. if I can I will improve their credit score okay. like there's breaks so like if there's 620 660 680 and then the price if so like if you're at 679 you're not going to get as good as prices like 680 so then I tell them like look could we maybe we need to do this to get it up over the 680 would- and then they would get a better price um, sometimes they want to put the 20% down and they don't have enough money for the closing costs, so you tell them, well, then, then, hey, go, f- you know, fifteen percent because the breaks on PMI are, you know, the three and a half, five, ten, fifteen, and then twenty. But if between ten and twenty, there's such a little break that if if they only put ten percent down and they're able to save some of that money. For the closing costs, and maybe like they they want to at least paint the walls and get new carpeting. They have the money to do it with.
5: Well, Audrey's got better than
7: start borrowing some more.
5: I think she's got a couple of people. I just you know I don't I don't grill around it. That's her business, not mine. But um, she, if a house comes on the market in one day and it's going to be gone in one day if it's priced. I mean she she really would like somebody with an approval. I mean obviously that's so right. how, how far in advance if uh, you know if. If I was married and wifey and I wanted to decide how's, how 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 much time should they give you before they actually go out and start living? You can always look, but before they actually, but I mean, how long do you need before they can commit with that thing? Is it a month, three weeks, two weeks?
7: No, I can get them, I can have a plan ready for them in a day. Okay. I just have to know what what it is they want to do. Mm. But the problem is when, like you're saying, when you go in, you you have to the house goes on the market, all the appointments are taken. So let's say you get in, you know, the evening of day one. Usually by then, somebody's going to submit an offer, so your offer goes in with theirs. And if you just come to me at that point, it, it it could be a little late.
5: Is there any any way for a regular person, and not like someone who's in the business? Even then, I think it might be hard. If if I can afford a Five hundred thousand dollar mortgage, and that's what you clear me for. And I find a place that's I can buy for three seventy five, but it needs a hundred worth of work. Does that fly at all, or is that a total non starter?
7: I've I've heard some rumors that that's going to come back, but right now it's a non starter. That's a non starter,
5: and so my so if, right I, if, I, if I, that's
7: why I'm saying maybe you don't want to put the twenty percent down, you want to save. Enough to be able to do that.
5: But it also and then you
7: take the PMI.
5: But now if I if I if I can qualify for five hundred and I buy a place for let's make it even worse, for three fifty, it doesn't mean that I can go to some that the next day somebody's gonna give me a loan for one fifty for the remodel. It's a totally said no, that's a bank loan, that's not through you. How does that work?
7: They're not gonna give you they're not gonna give you the loan, period, because you don't have the collateral. In okay. other words, if you can buy it for 350 and you qualify for 500 you only bought it for 350 Even That's though all it appraised for. It doesn't matter that you can pay more.
5: Even though every other house on the block that like, actually has windows and a door on it, it goes for $500. They're not, nobody's going to do that. That's
7: correct. It's either what you paid or what it appraised for, whichever is lower for the first year.
5: So I'm skunk for a while. You for a year. So I better have, I better either get a... Either have 150 in my pocket, be like a contractor might if they do that for a living, or I'm just skunked. I'm mean, gonna have to live with the <laughs> with the crummy windows for a while, basically.
7: Right, right, and that's it's just for a year now. It used to be it used to be six months. Well, so how does the, it... the change is coming? I think April 1st. It's going to go to a year.
5: All right. So how does what happens if I if I decide I want to build a place and I buy an empty lot and somebody will borrow me the money to build it, right?
7: Yes, but it's a it's a bridge loan. You got to put up the lot, and then you've got to put up, um, you, you know, usually the home you're in. Oh,
5: okay. Oh, oops. All right.
7: Yeah. In other words, you take those two pieces, and that then you get the third piece, and then everything else gets released.
5: All right. Well, Nancy, you you at least have covered the two main things, even though we're in an abbreviated session. We'll get you back on next week for a full set. We need our Nancy fix. By the way, you sound really clear through the Zoom.
7: That's great. It's the future. You do this all the time. It's not. I mean, it wasn't hard or anything. you just have to send me the link?
5: Yeah. Well, my my two young guys here now are telling me to basically tell me what a luddite I am using the old system. But these guys don't even know what a luddite is, I, but they're I calling me that. They, you know? I
7: think they used this
1: system back in uh, the 1950s. Yeah. As How About the style? 20s. Yeah. 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 I have to throw in a bunch of wires into a, into a large machine and hopefully link. Is come this down. easier
7: for you? for you?
1: Uh, slightly, yeah. I, I believe so. This might, might, might,
5: this might be our new thing. That's uh, interesting. So, uh, Matt, do you know what a Luddite is? Of course I do. Right. Someone, uh, it's
4: always fun to tell and teen, large companies to pound sand. Yes.
1: Yeah. Someone, who doesn't, uh, someone who doesn't like the technology. I consider myself to be a, a Luddite to some degree.
5: Oh, okay. uh, God. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> hey, uh, your, your, your girlfriend was out looking at cars. Now she's got me looking at cars on the Internet for her, Nance.
7: Yes, yes, we have a, we're we going out together today to look at cars, did oh, you
5: know God. that? Oh, God. But it's know,
7: pouring rain, I don't know how well this is going to go, so...
5: Well, you know, I mean, of course, for me, i got to have this computer, i got to have a light in the things for makeup, and i got to have a sunroof, and I'm like, maybe you should go with Nancy, I don't, I don't know if I'm the right guy <laughs> for this, but... <laughs> going
7: with
5: her today. The oh Tesla
4: God. drives you around.
5: Oh, God. Autopilot. Oh, man. All right. Well, good luck. <laughs> good, thanks, th- guys. Thanks for calling. SP Viewers up 34 now. ASP Viewers up 137. Back tomorrow. Stocks and Jocks.
3: Stocks and Jocks is brought to you by PTI Securities and Futures. Go to PTI securities.com. PTI ProDirect. Trade for as low as a penny per share and a dollar per option contract. Learn more at PTI PTIProdirect.com. Nadex Dax Research. Tune in for David Andelman's technical analysis on Mondays and Thursdays and call 1-800-821-4968.
2: See your future. Be your future.